Is it for real? We used to love it, then we watched it, now we don't know if we like it. Is it for real? Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> You're listening to Is, is it, it For real? real? This is Philip. And Katie. And Bridget. And this week we are doing Batman. Batman. Batman! The 1989 version. Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Yeah. Tim uh, Burton. Tim Burton. Tim, <laughs> Tim Burton. <laughs> Tim, Tim Burton. Of uh, snowboard fame. Uh, yeah. I wish. Yeah. It is. Uh, it's a classic. Um, it's. So we are doing the. Uh, our levels first or the, our intro. Our guest intro. It's been a while. You're it's been a while. Wow. The, the listeners don't know this. They don't know that. We, yeah. We, but we, we've, we had a week oh, off. Yeah, we took a break. Um, but anyway. Yeah. We normally do the the intro first well then you know what we're gonna do the intro so uh yeah right here we're gonna have uh matt c Mm. and uh a self-proclaimed and from the sound of it a very much true uh batman 1989 aficionado so without further ado matt c hey guys i'm excited and honored to be introducing the movie for this week tim burton's batman from 1989 Uh, This movie holds a special place in my heart. I was eight years old when it came out and was a big comic book fan as a kid and still read them as an adult. And my dad grew up reading Batman comics in the 60s, so we attended this movie together. Grew up in a small town in Kentucky, and we have a really neat uh, downtown movie theater that I remember attending this and probably saw it several times in the theater after that. But on this first viewing, It sticks in my memory, especially because um, an actual bat got loose in the theater during the parade scene, uh, which was pretty cool and kind of started started my my love of going to the movies and 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 experiencing them on the big screen, Um, especially introduced me to to Tim Burton as well, who became one of my favorite directors. And I've enjoyed uh, nearly all of his films that he put out before and after this. Um, and this also kind of started that that superhero genre as far as movies go, which is just a, a huge genre right now. And even though some of the action scenes don't really maybe uh, look quite as good as the ones that are made now, I still thought on rewatches, which I rewatch this movie every once in a while, I still think it holds up pretty well. Uh, but this movie is really held up by the performances, really good uh, cast included in this movie. Um of course, led by Michael Keaton as as Batman and Jack Nicholson as the Joker. Um, I still there's a lot of debate now on who the best Batman was or is, and I still hold Michael Keaton as the best on film. And of course, Jack doing the Joker. Uh, Heath Ledger came close, but I still consider Jack's portrayal the most on brand Joker and true to the comic books. As far as the synopsis goes, most people know the know the plot. Um, Bruce Wayne is a billionaire philanthropist playboy um, takes on the alter ego of Batman after his parents are murdered in the streets of Gotham and um, he makes it his his mission to protect Gotham against crime criminals and corruption Uh, we also meet Jack Napier played by Jack Nicholson uh, a criminal who is uh, in, in in a tussle with Batman at a at a local chemical facility is turned into the Joker uh, which is becomes Batman's arch nemesis. Um, and uh, I, I really enjoy the interplay between the Joker and, and Batman. 
And there are a lot of really cool, cool scenes with these two who are just huge actors um, on any stage. And uh, another thing that really stands out for this movie, I remember owning the soundtrack, which we used to do soundtracks for movies, explicitly made for for movies during this time. And uh, Prince did the entire soundtrack for the movie, and it's it's incredible. I think it still holds up pretty well. And I had it on cassette tape and, and still still listen to it from time to time. Um, and then my favorite behind the scenes fact about this movie is one of the scenes with Michael Keaton when he uh, asked, you want to get nuts? That was improv by Michael Keaton. And uh, Jack Nicholson was was really taken off guard and actually scared for his life, according according to him and in uh, in stories about this movie. But uh, hopefully you'll be kind to it. It's one of my favorites and uh, look forward to hearing your feedback. Thanks. So um, can Matt see like read, can he see he's, can can he read he can the see. newspaper to me <laughs> something yeah. like is he from where like was he sitting on a porch sipping a sweet tea like while he did because that was his voice is so lovely it, it is suited, he was yeah. being coated yeah. in buttermilk like yeah he was like turning into a yeah. yeah that's that just he, Kentucky believe, raisin you know Oh. I believe is it possible that I've met Matt C. No, before? you haven't. I've not, so I'm, I'm mistaking uh, him with another Matt, possibly from um, my Sewanee days. Um, and then okay. he's also another Green Bay Packers fan, so we Got have it. lots and lots of connections. Well, I do want to say um, two of my favorite things about that intro is one that he um, attended the movie, which I love. It's like as if that him and his parents got an invite to like, um, but can you imagine going to this movie and a bat gets loose (laughs) during, I mean, during the parade of all seasons? I couldn't, I, that would blow my mind like what an incredible like experience as a kid so i mean i'm jaded by strange brew i sort of like to think that matt (laughs) brought the back yeah and released it at the right time that just oh man i thought that was a delightful intro and i loved the personal of it and i do think it's very interesting that this movie has such a like personal connection to so many people like my couchmate, for example, who is also the the designer of our art for the podcast, who sure. is also a huge comic book fan who had to basically duct tape his mouth to not <laughs> talk through the whole movie. Um, I think I'll, I can just go into my level really quick, which is that sure. my level is bat dance. Um, and it's because I thought I had seen this movie, but it turns out I've just watched the music video for bat dance about 800 times and if you, oh, look wow. at my, if you look at my youtube it's it's regularly at the top of the queue because i freaking love this music video <laughs> and i think it has a lot to do with like the fact that i think in like the fourth or fifth grade i did a jazz dance to bat dance um and i just there's nothing i like for me if the movie was like people dressed like batman and the joker <laughs> and vicky vale and they were like jazz handing, that would be my favorite. Um, <laughs> but I have, turns out I've never seen this movie. Wow. Um, and I love that Matt C was just like, oh yeah, well y'all know the plot. It's like pretty simple. Like, and I'm like, no, I didn't know the plot and we'll get into it. But for like the first three pages of my notes, I'm like, what's happening? Who are these people? 
Why do I care? There's so many of them. I'm having a hard time. There's like four people. <laughs> no, so many characters and so many. It's so hard to follow. Um, I can go next. Uh, my level is just going to be what about Bob? Um, mm-hmm. Because I actually I've seen this movie, you know, a bunch way back in the day. It's been it's been a minute. Um, but yeah, definitely watched this back in the day. Probably watched it in the theater. I can't confirm that. Um, but I actually had the little action figure for the character Bob, not Batman, but <laughs> I had so the, weird. I know. That like and, kind of busted looking guy who was yeah. like, wait, who? Which one? Bob is Bob. He's like uh the Joker's he's like, a like number lackey. one henchman. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But oh, it's like God. Okay. He doesn't do any, he's just there. And then he um, dies. Yeah, he got shot. Yeah. Um, but no, it was like I would definitely had some of the action figures, not Batman, but Bob. And yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm well acquainted, acquainted with this movie. I could have sworn that I wrote down something for my level, um, but I can't find it. So I, I guess I'll just make my level the real Batman because <laughs> I grew up. I, I, I watched this movie with my uh, couch mate, uh, Cameron T, who is 28 years old. Um, oh, she's so a, a baby. Yeah, so like a full 10 slash 11, really, years younger than me. And um, so it was interesting to watch it through her eyes who, like, for her, she had never seen these movies before. And so she'd only seen the Christian Bale beyond. I don't even think she'd seen, like, the George Clooney one. So in my mind, like, as a kid, I think I've watched this and then like Batman Returns, which I definitely meld together. I wasn't sure in the rewatch, I wasn't sure where this one was going to start and where like the the Batman Returns would pick up. But um, I'd seen it a couple times as a kid. And in, in my mind, Michael Keaton will always be the real Batman. So it was kind of, it was fun to rewatch. And I, I don't, I'd seen it a couple of times and I don't know when the last time I'd seen it is, but I'm definitely like familiar with a lot of like the different scenes, but I would, I was surprised by a lot of it too, because it's been a while. I, as a child, and this this is a common theme in my brain, but I mix people up and I get confused. So Michael P. Keaton and Michael J. Fox <laughs> and, and, Alex then P. and Alex P. Keaton. Yeah. And I was like, how are there so many people named Keaton? I've never heard that name in my life. Diane but, Keaton. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's Diane Keaton. And I'm like, what is this name? Who are these people? How are they all related? They're the Keatonses. <laughs> We've had this discussion. They're nice on the people. Podcast before. But this is, uh, yeah. So I'm like, Michael P. Keaton. Alex well, wait, though. I mean, this is just a total recap from another podcast, but isn't Michael Keaton's name like Michael Douglas? Like, what? Right? Or, <laughs> well, one of them had to change their name, right? They wrestled for it. Yep. And <laughs> we'll, so. we'll look that up during right. part of it. Um, yeah. So on we the should, break. yeah, on the break, we'll uh, intermission. Okay. Um, so we'll jump into it. We we see an an intro robbery, um, which my couchmate was certain was uh, Bruce Wayne's parents, and she was elbowing me. It's like yeah. these people are goners, and I actually completely forgot this scene. So I was like, me too. they are dressed just really shabbily uh, for being Bruce Wayne's parents. They're just Dickinsonian like thugs. Like these two men look like mice that have come to life. Uh, this just in um i got a i got a card delivered to me that says do you know michael keaton's birth name 
And on the back, it says Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Yeah. yeah. And then, then the I think, obviously, person. there was a Michael Douglas, so he had to choose Michael Key. All right. I just wanted to- but Again, that- we've had this conversation, <laughs> but we didn't have to look it up because I got live feedback. Awesome. <laughs> yep. As we usually do. So you good. Know. So good. Yeah. Um, so I just, I have to talk about Gotham City. So are we supposed to just pretend that this is not New York City? I mean, it's not, right? Because it has a church that's a um, <laughs> hundred million <laughs> feet tall. <laughs> but I think it's supposed to be, I mean, like I was thinking about this. So it's 89 and I was thinking back to like um, adventures in babysitting and, uh, and, and, and a lot of the movies that kind of portray the city as these like just total hell holes that why yeah. would you live there? And like, it's over, you know? So I think it, Gotham is, it's probably based on Manhattan ish, right? Well, Katie, yeah. this is another movie that takes <laughs> New York city. Oh my God. I know. Fish <laughs> out of water. It, Katie. Well, it's also weird because there is, um, Gotham, and then of course, and I just blanked on it. Uh, Superman City, uh, Metropolis, are oh, apparently yeah. across the bay from each other. So okay. it's like this yeah. Oakland, San Francisco thing. But then it, yeah, it definitely has a very northeastern yeah. type city. Or maybe vibe like to a New it. York Hoboken thing. Hoboken. Yeah, yeah. Hoboken. Metropolis is definitely Hoboken. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, like I mean, it it is. I think it's just supposed to be big, big city. Yeah. Dirty, um, dirty big city. It's not great. Like the city has seen. There's problems. Better days. But it. Yeah. I I've got to say, just the production design is awesome. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. It's like Tim Burton. Yeah. And even like I w- I chuckled a few times, and it was like, well, what are you laughing at, Jeff? And I'm like, well, I just I was laughing at some of the special effects that I was kind of like, that's look at that's good for them. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Just because we wouldn't do that today, but I was just like, yeah, I like that. I like that yeah. it's just a fake cartoon guy shimmying down a building or whatever it is. Yeah, totally. it's and they they use maybe one or two models in in this movie. <laughs> um, oh my god! Yeah, they and well, they're all awesome. The next thing I have is like Harvey Dent. So you have the who's the mayor or running for mayor? He is district attorney. Thank you. Yeah. So the DA yeah. Harvey Dent. Wait, really quick before that, I'm so sorry. Did we talk about this while I was getting the note about the first time we see Batman? No, we haven't. Talked sorry, about am I fast forwarding? A little no, bit. No, okay, just okay. Little, but it, there's a little fun fact, and maybe you guys know it, but that his. He, you know what his line is there? Uh, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Batman. <laughs> which is apparently an improvised line yeah. because the original line was supposed to be- How did he be... come up with that? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what a genius. <laughs> it was- <laughs> The first time he did it, he did it as a question. I know, but I'm Tim- Batman? Crazy. <laughs> but Tim Burton really liked it because the line was, I am the knight. Oh. Oh, interesting. And then he changed it to, I'm Batman. That may be, also, oh, yeah. Like, I, Michael P. Keaton has <laughs> a delightful chin. I just enjoy his chin. Yeah. I think it's a Batman trait. Um, but, like, in watching, like, The Winter Soldier right now, like, Kurt mm. Douglas's <laughs> son, who is like, supposed to be Captain America now, like, he has a weird chin and his mask. So, anyway. yeah. I mean, whose son? Michael Douglas's son? Kurt. Michael <laughs> Kirk Douglas's grandson? No, it is uh, Kurt, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell's <laughs> son. Oh, Wyatt. 
Russell. Yeah. Which he's, Hans. A, he's a normal looking guy, but looks in, just um, like Baltazar B, by the way. What? Well, I can see parts of it, but yeah, I, I just want to reiterate what Bridget said. In a mask, <laughs> Wyatt Russell looks like a weirdo. Doofus. Just oh, a doofus straight up sitting. doofus. He, well, which, yeah. If we're talking about the mask, like he, I, I did, I did read that Michael, God, Douglas, like Michael P. Keaton, um, <laughs> He couldn't hear anything in the like the rubber. Like, I mean, move he said, his head. Yeah, yeah like you could see, like it's a serious mask, and he said that kind of helped him like develop this like introverted, like just total like you know like blinders on character. Um, and that he was thinking about like trying to change the color of his eyes, maybe so that he would not be recognizable as Bruce Wayne. What is clear is that like he is painted, like his eyes are painted black meaning like the skin around it because you right. can see skin but you really can't see um so and then he decided not to do contacts and rather just lower the register of his voice so <laughs> that kim basinger wouldn't recognize him which then led to this total rabbit hole of christian bale becoming a psycho with his voice you know like i don't think that's in the i mean it's not in the batman series with adam west and i don't know if that's in the cartoon at all that like somehow he speaks like at an octave lower <laughs> he probably speaks higher who um who knows yeah, yeah. exactly but i thought I'm, that was that was I'm interesting batman i'd like a keg of beer <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah then then we then we move on to some sort of city gala where we have billy d williams introduced as harvey dent the district DA. Yeah, so confusing to me because district, of course district attorney. District attorney. District attorney DA. I, I just added, added the district extra, district DA. Attorney. Yeah, that's what they call it in Gotham. Yeah, attorney. But yeah. then you know Harvey Dent is played later by Tommy Lee Jones as Two Face, and I was like, what is this? And like he is this African American character that they just totally then don't even. But this is a thing about up on superhero movies is like they just there's a lot of like yeah like we just pretend like that thing didn't happen or like we skip a yeah. hundred years or like we killed that person and now they're back well, well i think they had to buy billy d williams out of the contract um because they wanted tommy b jones to play two-face for some reason rude. So but i mean yeah. that was with a completely different batman as well it was with Wasn't a different it? batman yes so, i, I mean, think that was yeah. george clooney and then wait was it yeah and then um you know aaron eckert or whoever Wait, right. or Tom Jane. So I, 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 <laughs> I think of those as like separate as they sort of switched those sort of eras yeah, and true, switched I Batmans. I think of them as sort of different multiverses, if you will. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I don't even know if Harvey Dent in the comics is white or black. You know, I don't know sure. what is more. Yeah. I mean, but anyways, you can't, have a face, so. you can't go wrong. Well, he's got half a face. He's got you can't half go, a face. You can't go wrong with Billy Dee Williams is the main thing. No, Billy Dee Williams great. is great. You want him to yeah. be in more of the film, actually. Yeah, yeah, put him in everything. Make him the Batman. And then uh, I forgot, like the, after this, like I forgot that we saw Jack Nicholas's or Jack Napier's origin story. I forget that. It's like, oh my gosh, do you see the Joker before the Joker? And then yeah. I think... I was second to Annie ICU. She remembers, she was like, and the Joker at the end falls into a bat, right? And like at the beginning, like a twist. Like it is interesting. But this is where I was just writing, like, what, who are they gangsters? Like what's going on? Like it's hard. Who are the, the walrus, the walrus and the carpenter who are like these reporters? They look like Disney characters. <laughs> what are you talking about? The walrus is a crooked cop. 
Um, yeah. Okay. Which I think I want to say, and our listeners who are more much more versed in the comics than I, I think that is supposed to be like Bullock is the guy's name, um, who's consistently a crooked cop. I, I can't remember yeah. the uh, actor who plays him in the Christian Bale ones, but uh, it, in the like TV show that's most recent, it is um, the guy from Terriers and um, Blade. I, is yeah. this the guy whose voice seems like it's dubbed over to be like they don't have it i don't know <laughs> come back later yeah like he's just it's just like almost un- inaudible it's like i don't no. think so. i don't think so about, maybe i'm thinking about somebody else it's a guy who's like the reporter is talking to and he's just so low mm-hmm. register he's like he's just pure vocal fry mm-hmm. i don't know <laughs> Well, we, we also learn at the beginning of this that, um, you know, that it's the 200th anniversary of the Gotham City Hall and they're going to have a they're gonna big old have parade, a, a parade, but they called, they kept calling it something else like a, what kind uh, of a festival festival. Yeah. Isn't it festival. A festival. Yeah. Which I have to say now, they then end up having a fundraiser gala for the festival. Yeah. Which is akin to having like a benefit concert for a concert series. Like if you can't like just have the festival, I don't know. It, this, uh, it was just so funny to me to have a fundraiser for a festival. Well, I guess they're sort of in implying that Gotham is really on hard times. Mm-hmm. You know, they talk about how all the businesses are gone because of all the crime they need a Batman. Um, no kidding. Yeah. But anyways, we get introduced some other characters. I think uh, we mentioned it briefly. We have Knox the reporter, mm-hmm. um, who's, I guess, on to this bat. Everyone thinks he's crazy. This Here's is the question. guy that, this is the guy that's keeps like doggy puppy dogging around Vicky Vale. Totally. Ar- Arliss, if you will. Arliss. Yeah. That's how I know him. Arliss with the dollar sign. Yeah. But like, <laughs> He, um, this is my question. Like, how long have people su- suspected that there may be a bat who's also a man who's solving crimes? Is this like, is this new? Because that bat cave is pretty developed. Like, I think it's like six months to a year. Okay. So, like, but it's a new mean, hobby for Bruce Wayne. No, it doesn't mean he wasn't developing it. I mean, it takes a while to like, build that really phallic car and like, yeah. you know. No, it's true. Tools. I just wonder, it's like, yeah, maybe that's all the back work, but it's like, how? it's like a, does he become more and more prominent because like all of a sudden, like there's a real like insane terrorist that then takes over the government in a coup. So now he's like front and center. Like, has he been doing these little things that's, for years? That's my it's thought. It's hard yeah. to know. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I think he's sort of just been more secretive because he, mm-hmm. I think as soon as his parents were murdered, really, he just started like thinking about revenge and protecting the world and mm-hmm. not revenge, but like protecting. Kind it. of. Yeah. Yeah. So we, yeah, we get to the next scene with Jack Nicholson. He's like, we're, now he's in a purple suit. It's like, you could see almost this like little changes in him, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, that was cool. Um, and this is where I was just like, they're talking about espionage. I don't really know what's going on, but then you get to see like the Joker card. They're the little like mm-hmm. the little Tim Burton of it all, where they close up on stuff and they do. I like I did enjoy all of that a lot. Um, but then no, he gets like set up by his boss, which it's Jack Palance. Yes, Grissom. Yeah, which, uh, yeah. Jack Palance. I was there's so many Jacks. 
it's Jack Nicholson, yeah. Jack Palance, and then Jack Nicholson is playing Jack Napier. And it's like, this must have gotten confusing. Who's the Jacker? Yeah, the Jacker. <laughs> um, and they're both hooking up with that blonde lady who is. Oh, God. I mean, Jesus Christ. But yeah. she's, what's her name? I don't oh, know, man. Uh, it's so sad. I don't even want to talk she about dated, it. She dated Mick Jagger. Oh, oh Jerry Hall. Yeah. A, a, oh, Alicia. I didn't know. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I God. just realized it wouldn't look it at the thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's who it is. Um, and I I'm like, is she all that in a bag of chips? I don't know. I don't care. I can't even think about it because I feel so sorry for her that I don't even want to think about it. But like, <laughs> no. <laughs> the answer is no. Okay. But yeah, I don't know. She's okay, like anyway. she's kind of like a Playboy bunny style. I guess. Like, I Edie, guess. I think. So then, she's, she's not too subtle about, you know having dalliances with both people so i don't this, I mean, and like but, and like what's she getting out of this i mean I is it money like, is she still the, shopping? yeah this part of the plot to me and like later on to the like the whole gangster mob stuff is very like film noirish where i'm like i yeah. don't get it like, i love it I, I bet you do and i bet you can follow it but i'm like oh this seems too convoluted i like, agree that's where right. i'm just writing like hard to follow who are these people what is oh, this yeah. about just get me to the story. Yeah, that part was, yeah. But totally. I see, I know Philip likes film noir, so. Yeah, don't you disparage my film noir. I don't even, um, it's, just, it's more that like, it seems like it's almost intentionally hard to figure out the motivations. And, yeah. And it's very like petty money, like who's who. Like, Didn't who's you see our movie is? that we put together? Yeah, it, it was that's what I'm saying. It was convoluted. <laughs> no, I um, totally get it. It just seems like I, I link your film that. to our listeners. Ooh, I might, yeah. You should, um, Shadows of the Pagoda. So we're at this the Save the Festival night, which is at Bruce Wayne's house, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, it is. Yep. And, and he lies about who he is because everybody, every woman loves that. I love to walk in. <laughs> Just introduce yourself. Lie to me who you are like, for no reason. And then later gaslight. It's just, it, I don't understand that. Yeah, but so he's always probably that? getting pestered with, by people and reporters, which she is, you know, yeah, about like this or give me grants and stuff like that. So Can you imagine like Arliss, the reporter that's going around just like putting a literal recorder in everyone's face at the craps table but can you imagine being around somebody really like terrible at it and he starts it too late and he misses stuff and i'm just like <laughs> stop hitting on vicky vale stop being a weird steve gutenberg he, he, he is, is tmz gutenberg. though he's also yeah. tmz Good point. you know of just completely sticking microphones in people's faces but vicky vale shows up in a wedding dress <laughs> floofy dress as i think <laughs> so I funny. that's what my uh, roommate said she's like I have to like put an 80s filter on this because what is she doing? Like, yeah, okay. she's getting married A today. lot of her clothing I have comments about. Also, yeah. if you notice at the beginning of the movie, there was a costume designer and then there was a whole other costume oh, designer just for her. Who made that froofy wedding <laughs> yeah. dress that she wanted to see. Oh, this will be perfect for a black like, tie. what? Right, but... like, she couldn't even like fit through the people. <laughs> it was like a cotillion dress, like... It was it was really absurd. So, um, do we know why Bruce Wayne is so rich that he has like a Downton his, Abbey style? His parents, parents were rich. his parents were like and that he inherited because okay. yeah. they died. Well, I know that, yeah, <laughs> and they okay. left him with a lifetime like a trust. Babysitter. He's like a trust fund. He's yeah. a trust fund Batman, a trust and Batman. Yeah, no, he hasn't really. <laughs> and a lot of this, I'm like filling in the back 
background because I, I never read the comics, but from like Batman Begins is where I'm really basing mm-hmm. a lot of this from. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the, um, I did like, there was a line there where um, creepy Vale, what's his name? What's his, the newspaper guys like, Knox. or maybe Knox. it was Bruce Wayne. I don't know. One of them said to Vicky Vale, they're like, you've got a wonderful eye. And then Bruce Wayne's like, some say she has two. No, Knox says that for oh. sure. Yeah. Either way, I was like, Gross. I wrote it down. I was like, all of y'all are bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the the male gaze in this movie is well. I mean, intense. Vicky Vale is introduced when Knox says "Hello, legs." Right. So yeah. Oh, right. I yeah. forgot about that. Right, and even just that shot of her, and I'm like, first of all, that's really uncomfortable to like be in, like, because you know that chair is gonna fall over, and her legs are like up really high above her body. She's wearing like tights and uncomfortable shoes. I'm like. Some Maybe man. she had a sprained ankle and she's, you know, <laughs> rice in it, you know, rest, do, ice, compression, to go, elevation. To go back to my love of the bat dance <laughs> music video, I do love the Vicky Vales in that bat dance music video because they are hot and they are dresses and they all they all have something written on them. Oh, I can't remember what it says, but it's like, I'm smarter than something. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. Um, so basically like, Alfred comes to get Batman and then we learn that Bruce Wayne has this like secret backstage area where he can like watch people through two one way mirrors and stuff like that. Um, and, um, and then like, again, there's so much happening. And then I'm like, we're at a factory with drippy fluids. What's going yeah. on? It doesn't matter. I mean, they're like this is the film trying to do some like, weird knows? crime or whatever. And it, he's being set up. And of course the, the cops show up. Uh, including the dirty cop and Batman and the commissioner, because he's a hands-on commissioner. <laughs> and then, correct me if I'm wrong, wrong, Batman or somebody shoots the Joker through the face, which right. is how the his face, like that's the perma-smile. And no. then he- it's a ricochet. Yep. Okay, okay, sure. Like so, but the bullet is the parma smile part of that. And then he falls into the toxic sludge, which is the No. I no. think it was like it, the the bullet, his his own bullet, the Joker's hit okay. a pipe and then like acid came out and that burned his face. It was oh, my inclination. So, okay, but so that didn't acid, give him the perma smile. Then what's the, the surgery, yeah? What the surgery did to fix that? Right. The creepy okay. surgery, like okay, okay. Weird, not but that. Terrible. But my point is, like, had he just fallen in the sludge, he would have been like white face red lips green hair yep but uh-huh. because he that got tracks. like <laughs> right but because he got shot ricocheted in the face the ricochet in the face and the fix of that is the cause of the perma smile yeah which uh fun fact on the fix of the face the instruments that they use are the same ones from little shop of horrors that's those are the dentist tools oh that's fun yeah. i am your dentist there's a yeah. Simpsons parody of this too when Lisa gets braces. It's very funny. It's um, so far fetched. I mean, I get it. I understand, but I'm just like, wait, what? And then like he has, he seems to like be immune to other toxic goos, or he can be around toxic goos. Or well, here's a question. I have a question from Question Corner. Okay. Corner from Cameron T, which is like. You know, he says, Jack Nicholson later, the Joker, says, like, I already died once. It was thrilling. 
So like her question is like, did he actually die and he came back to life and now he's kind of like invincible? Absolutely. No. But like, or does he just saying he fell into a vat of sludge, so he should have died, but he didn't? I think a little bit of that, but also everyone thought he died. Okay. And so especially Grissom, the crime boss. Yeah. And so he was able to sort, I think that's more of, I came back from the dead in that okay. everyone thought he was dead. And then I he see. sort of reinvented himself as this completely new character. Yeah. Um, so um, after that scene, we go back to the newsroom and like, Vicky Vale is wearing a work bathrobe. I just want to comment on that. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know why she's wearing a bathrobe to work. Um, that was my note. I'm not sure what happened. Jack Palance is also wearing an 80s villain bathrobe later on, which <laughs> I love, which is requisite. When you're an 80s villain, you get handed a silk mm-hmm. bathrobe that you wear after hours in your fish tank. He like, just demanded later. it, you know? He's a seasoned actor. It's like, I want my costume to be a silk robe. Oh my goodness. Now, here's a, here's a trope as we get into the romance of it all, which is that Bruce Wayne invites Vicki Vale over and they sit at this long ass beauty and the beast coming to yeah. America table yeah and I'm like what it, who who does that why would you do that and then eat soup <laughs> it's just I, terrible i read and maybe phil you did too that michael keaton suggested that like his comedy chops because people forget that michael keaton was like a stand-up and then just oh, yeah. made it made it big in the movie so i think his comedy it's interesting how much michael keaton's like comedic timing probably for this and Beetlejuice with Tim Burton is like infused. And so I think Michael Keaton came up with the whole like eating at this long table and then saying like, I don't think I've ever been in this room before. It's kind of funny. Like just crazy wealth. It's just such a funny thing. It's like, let's put people who are getting to know each other at a long table and see what happens. But then it's like, juxtaposed to like the real him which is with his butler slash father slash babysitter slash babysitter yes in alfred's like tiny quarters of the house (laughs) the downtown downstairs but it's more comfortable i mean that's like a real kitchen like i mean but they're trying to like yeah show that they're in they're all like relaxed now they're all loosening their ties and yeah it's like the behind the scenes of a wedding Alfred always gets uh, just gets him back by being like the worst wingman in the world. Yeah. They just completely always throwing him under the bus. Uh, yeah. Like the next morning after they sort of drunkenly hook up um, and Bruce says, you know, he can't hang out with her. He, he's going away. And of course, Alfred completely bursts his lie. And yeah. Uh, runner up for my bummer would be, uh, Bruce Wayne's awful fluffy mullet, which I'd like to talk about. <laughs> yeah, please. Because what is that hair? I mean, it's just, it's so like fluffy and see-through and tall and long in the back. <laughs> and those glasses, at one point he looked like Steve Jobs. He was wearing like a black turtleneck. Yeah. And we talk about Steve Jobs. I mean, so yeah, when he's in his lair, black turtleneck, ill-fitting jeans, glasses, orphan using technology to rule the world like and i will admit that i i typed in many times to google ironically i'm not apple or i don't know whatever um when did steve jobs start wearing a turtleneck and that's like this whole answer that's before this movie but i'm like there's no way steve jobs didn't see himself as bruce wayne right mm. like, i didn't go that far i just well, was, i went deep into I it i just <laughs> leaned over and i was like steve jobs and but <laughs> 
It, the parallels are, yeah, <laughs> exceptional. But that hair, I mean, I know it again. It's like you said about your couchmate, Katie. Like you have, I like going into the 80s time vault to appreciate it. But I'm also just like, who thought that hair was attractive? Well, speaking of which, this is, a, this is another question from Cameron T, my couchmate, which is, it, did Michael Keaton, did they dye his hair? And part of that comment comes from, as we were watching this, I got a lot of, oh, Birdman. Because she's seen Birdman, but she hadn't seen this film. So she had no idea, like the meta influences oh, of Birdman, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is pretty funny. Um, but I think it's like, and Bridget, excuse me for just the biggest bummer. Um, I think it's Costner hair. I think it's Tom Hanks hair. I think oh, it's I this know. weird accepted puff <laughs> perfect stranger's hair okay yeah. but don't come for cousin larry's hair right now because that <laughs> I mean, cousin is larry on the top and just i don't balky know on the bottom business man. around yeah it's cousin larry on the top and balky on the bottom i'm here for it yep, if yep, it yep. has anything to do with kevin costner i'm leaving this podcast but it's a similar like hot guy mullet which we all I just know. accepted and I, but it is mullet. it's puff but, it's see-through that's what gets me it's well, puffy and weird but yeah. she reminded me so that like out. in birdman michael keaton's hair is so close cropped and it's very straight or it gives the illusion of straight so she was like his hair is curly and so do we think that they dyed it i it mean could I know firm. it could be dyed i think he has sort of curly hair i'm trying like to think back hair, to like right? mr mom and mr. Mom uh, and like multiplicity and yeah. I, still I still haven't watched Mr. Mom and I still want to watch it for this podcast. It'll probably be, yeah. Uh, anyways, we <laughs> then have another, we can talk about his hair later. 20 uh, minutes on Michael. Yeah. So we have another thing at the uh, city hall and there's a mime attack. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. Yes. One mime. Here's the thing. Like one mime is enough to get the out of there <laughs> like, i can't believe it took four mimes to have people alarmed like if one mime was in my face okay. it's like we're out of here they're the worst mimes too yeah they're terrible okay but we, we skipped a couple things i know we're trying to skip ahead yeah i just go back really quick sure vicky vale and bruce wayne boink yeah um and then they, she wakes up and he's like hanging from his feet like a freaking weirdo um like a bat, and like, like a bat well, man yeah like a bat man but, <laughs> so good. but but like that's a red flag in dating um and then like we get to see the joker's new face and he's with at grish grissoms and he's like jack is dead you can call me the joker can i add to that that as a kid i could this this whole like the joker covering up his face with this like invisible man like makeup um, as a kid, I thought Jack Nicholson's face looked like that. Like, Jack I didn't Nicholson. think. Yep. I want to say that every time. Yes. Yeah, Jack you. Nicholson. Wait, what did I say? Jack Nicholas. Jack Nicholas. Jack Nicholson's face. They're the, the same person. I know they are. Jack Golfers. Nicholas? Famed golfer Jack Nicholson's Nicholson. face. Yeah. I thought it looked, I, I when he's all, when he makes his face up to look like tan and yeah. not white. Yeah. It's really off-putting, and you're. And I was like, man, they really cast the great, the right guy to play the Joker because he <laughs> yeah. has this crazy mouth. I just, as a kid, I just didn't get what was going on, and it's really kind of trippy to watch. Go ahead. Then we see, you know, the Joker's at this board meeting, you know, when he um, does his first like Joker crime, which is to 
shake the hand of Antoine and turn oh him God. into like a smelly, gross skeleton. Yeah, which that did not have great effects. That did not hold up. Yeah, yeah, that seemed like a haunted house on the Ocean City Boardwalk. <laughs> but it did, it did remind me or make me think that it smelled really bad. Yeah, no, probably. I, yeah, I, I'm trying to even think how that would have worked. Scientific, I don't know, but yeah, well, it's it definitely interesting. smelled. I did have a note of like, when did the Joker get all of these crazy like inventions and like weapons that are so like bananas but lethal? When like, you get like minions, when you yeah. have minions, they can just create that. And that's, I guess so. I, that's what I sort of attribute it to. Um, yeah. And so then he sort of gets all the crime bosses behind them or so he thinks. And then of course it is at city hall where I guess one of the crime bosses like has double crossed him okay. and he then impales him with a feather. Yeah. Um, Which how? <laughs> Well, I don't know if that's deadly, but I mean, if he knew exactly right where to the carotid artery, the carotid artery, yeah, I mean, that's you know. very specific and very technical. I, I'll give it to him, but like, good on. He's been a murderer for like I don't know thirty years. That's and true. One of my favorite parts is when he's back at his lair that looks like where Dennis Hopper lives in Speed. Okay, but like, wait, can I ask really quick? Okay. Is that his lair, or is that the penthouse that he's taken over? That he's like redecorating. I, I think both. Because it looks like he like went to Joanne Fabrics and like bought a bunch of purple fabric. But also now there's like a pipe with like oozy goos like in the middle of the room that wasn't there before. I'm like, are you, is this part of your redecorating? Is this like mm-hmm. trading spaces? He, he's like, <laughs> the color he's got an oozy goos guy. <laughs> oh my God. The color scheme of this movie is pretty amazing. Um, okay, go on. And so he's looking at like, the television, you know, the news is covering this and they're all about Batman. Like, you oh, know, and Batman they can't, not as, at his lair. <laughs> Are you talking about the Joker? No, 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 sorry. I mean, Joker. The Joker's okay. at his lair. Is this when he's collaging or making a scrapbook? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, note. exactly. He has awesome. that po- boxing glove oh, right, yeah. that punches the TV. And then he just says something about how, like, he's all complaining because um, he's not getting any coverage. And then he blows that birthday horn. He's like, ah! like, <laughs> His nuts, like his whimsical craziness with like party city toys is so delightful. I just couldn't have been more delighted by like- Joker. He is the Joker. He goes from like psychopathology, which is so terrifying to like playful party clown. And I love it. So then we realize that he has been manipulating uh, cosmetics and- Oh, sort of yeah. poisoning people through that. And we get like two, I think, fashion models die. And then, of course, the uh, co-anchor on this news show. Yes. Which always, this this always got me of being just super creepy. Yeah. Of sort of this, someone slowly, uncontrollably like laughing yeah. until they're dead. It just, yeah, that sort of really and then- coming up with this i mean somehow he i mean i guess like in his profile that batman's reading he's like an expert in chemistry and art twist yeah so which does seem to describe him but then like somehow he like makes it so that these people like have a joker smile and it is so creepy and then i mean i for sure laughed out loud when then you see the news anchors that can't use any product i did not understand that that was funny so funny to me rotting from the inside out i'm like that's what happens to them when they can't wear makeup he has like oozy yeah 
I just think it's such a good gag. Yeah. I, I mean, news anchors in general. Oh man, it's so good. So the next scene I have is um, that Vicky Vale goes to meet Bruce Wayne at the Flugelheim Museum. <laughs> Which, yeah, I saw that was awesome. <laughs> and, um, you know, he- A Flugelhorn. He didn't know she was meeting him. He, it's like a whole thing. And clearly- it was a ruse. It was a ruse. It was a ruse. Um, and he kills, kills everybody in there with purple gas. Uh, it's unclear. The gas stuff is unclear. I, I think kill. I mean, they, they say kill later for the parade. I, this is a yeah. hot running for my Hummer, but it's not, which is just that he has this posse that walks around with him with like that guy with the boom box. <laughs> uh, he's great. <laughs> this song, he got, they come into that Prince song, as yeah. Matt had said. And like, and that like they they deface all this art and then they they give her like a box with like crayon writing like did he <laughs> always write in crayon or is that because he's into like michael's crafts now like i he's don't just quirky you know it would be so i would be so conflicted of whether or not to follow this crayon instruction <laughs> or just die with everyone else i don't know what i would probably do, die yeah it is such an interesting insight into the 80s where we've seen this before um with like cocktail and every other movie we've seen in new york city where it's like there's such appreciation for art like high art and it seems like the worst thing that a terrorist could do would be go in and like paint over <laughs> art and it's like fuck off who cares just get out of there like who yeah. cares they're not we don't, over shit sculptures like i don't know at we the don't blink an eye. yeah we don't blink an eye at like the 100 people he just gas today right. and yet it's so they nuts. like focus on yeah although because oh he he does stop one of his henchmen from uh destroying that one painting and i didn't know what it was so I, I looked it up it is figure with meat by francis bacon it, it's uh, kind of gruesome looking isn't it yeah or, uh -huh. yeah that's why he likes it and then kim basinger puts on an n95 um so that she can survive and then she is so normal about this date that she's gonna have with the Joker after seeing like all of these Katie, you guys. you are prepped for that because of her portfolio, which shows that she has been in hot situations. They're like <laughs> so she's prepped for this. Is that true? Yeah, she I was think, a wartime photographer. Yeah, she's a wartime photographer, oh. so she's like get that she's cool under pressure. Okay, that helps me because I but was before like, oh, I she can this. assert herself anyway, Batman comes through the ceiling. Um, like, you know, he's in the Da Vinci code. And um after we reveal that Jack Nicholson is torturing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it this movie pivots between Beetlejuice and Saw. Oh like, I just was back and forth. And it is <laughs> rough i was just remembering jack nicholson's purple hat in this scene which i <laughs> like a little purple chef's hat it's chef's amazing hat. Yeah. it's amazing yeah i know his oh. outfit is like so unapologetic and like he like, falls um, in a vat of goo and he's like you know what suddenly i'm into purple hats I'm into <laughs> like he it's was like, already drifting what? that way he already had had a purple suit so i mean right but that's what i mean it like they showed that purple yeah. suit to be like oh he's fringy and he's got like this giant lily that sprays <laughs> acid the i mean the intensity i i would be a mess if i was walking around town with like an acid on my chest <laughs> that i could just spray somewhere i mean but geez. he's insane so he it insane. doesn't bother him you know yeah he so wants this the batmobile 
enters this story. Which oh, is, you mean the slowest car that's it, ever been on film? That is what my uh, couchmate said, uh, but uh, it has a freaking uh, jet engine on the back of it. Well, he should rethink that fire pit that he's strapped to the back of that car because it seems like it's slowing it down. <laughs> I... I don't, I mean, I am a shit driver. I don't know what I'm talking about. Mm. I don't like fast now, cars. Now, Katie, you did have a car with duct tape holding your mirror. Yeah, because I don't want to hear anything from you, Katie. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. I don't know anything, but I know that that car is going eight miles an hour. And. Film. I don't understand. And it is shaped like a penis. Now, that I can't disagree with, but I'm going to counterpoint Katie's. Really? That it is badass. It does some Gotham drifting by like shooting a wire out and just like zipping around a corner. But why That's didn't awesome. he just use the steering wheel to turn around that corner? Because he <laughs> could turn faster. He could turn faster and outrun but those purple he... like oh. Buick Skylarks. Oh my God. And it has a fancy shield system. Yeah. Right. The shield system is impressive. I, I loved <laughs> I loved this whole scene. I was like, oh my they get in this car accident and it's like, my cabbages. There's like cabbages everywhere, <laughs> cauliflower everywhere and pipes. It's like, how many pipe and cauliflower trucks can you run into? Oh They're just God. like- Gotham falling. is on, yeah. Gotham is on hard times. Like, 80% of their economy is cabbage and pipes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very, yes, yes. It's very like Tale of Two Cities. And then we speed up um, in that, uh, you know, lightning speed Batmobile just in time to fat shame Kimby. Right? Yeah, that was my yeah, note. No. I was like, yep. okay, he wants to know how much she weighs. Rude. She's an eight, like, that's not okay. No, like I she, weighed that in like fifth grade. She okay. shouldn't weigh that and she shouldn't feel obligated to say somebody to somebody that she like, weighs that. I think the point was he needed like to know, yeah. For, yeah. but also he should build his gear better. That's that right. an extra hundred pounds is really going to F him up, you know? No. And yeah, well, you who, don't... who is he planning on saving other than like a Romanian gymnast? Like who <laughs> could he get up there? You know? Anyway. Yeah, I agree. Completely. He, he needs to make better, fabulous toys. Is basically yeah. Also, where has Vicky Vale been hiding a camera this whole time? I thought about that. She, did she have a purse with her? Or I mean, Cameron T noted that. I she gets say. on the roof and she starts taking a picture with this like long lens mm -hmm. and like multiple attachments. I'm like, you didn't have that on you when you, you didn't tell him that was part of your weight when you went up the zip she, line. That's true. She's a seasoned reporter. She just hides cameras on just random rooftops just in Maybe. case. Around you know. town. Um, so then, so they get back in the car and drive to the Bat Cave. Through a uh, lovely woods. The wooded area is beautiful. Yeah. Pretty and, cool. And um, we get to sort of, the parking spot where we see lots of bats plus mm. one bat in a cage in a cage for some reason oh, i didn't notice that <laughs> yeah. what a weird what is that bat being punished for yeah. wow that's a weird <laughs> movie on its own Yikes. <laughs> and then he's like um be careful like because he like puts her in the middle of nowhere and doesn't even tell her there's a ledge you know, I, she steps off. Like, I yikes. assume because he could have gotten her with a grappling hook if need Good be. Point. Or Good else point. he is he is just some desensitized, you know, doesn't care if people die. So that could be then, 
then it's unclear as to what he needs to do because he's like i just need to do one thing and then he pulls his wing up and then she's roofied and wakes up in her bed yeah. and you're like what did happen what did you need to do it's like a, it's kind of bizarre yeah and she didn't she didn't remember any of that and like yeah i don't know I didn't it's like it's not great. No, it's not great. And then especially since the next scene, oh my god. I think we see uh Bruce Wayne push her down and say, Shut up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, which is so unprovoked. Like I was trying to watch it through like an 89 filter, and I'm like, I guess like he's a nice guy and he's just frustrated, and that's what we're supposed that's that's how yeah. we're supposed to read it, but it does not read as that <laughs> at all. It reads as assault. <laughs> it's pretty rough. So, well, yeah. Bat- Batman is crazy if you think about it. Yeah. Like he is, oh, yeah. he is equally a psycho. Um, so this probably fits. Well. Yeah, this probably fits better into his character than acting normally. Um, That's true. Yeah, and then are we at the like Joker's seemingly like pointless visit to her apartment? Yeah. Can we oh, talk about Vicky Vale's apartment for just one minute? She yes, just please. just moved to Gotham City. She's got the apartment of like, what's her face from So I Married an Axe Murder. <laughs> I know, oh that's God, what I was yes. going to say. <laughs> <laughs> that was from when she was dating the plumber. Like, but what? Yeah, it's got, it's huge. It's got gr- Greek columns and like yeah. expensive art hanging on the wall. I'm like, how did you get this established this quick in this fancy apartment? And how did people just get inside of there? How did the Joker get in there? Um and Batman. Was Batman there the whole time? Yeah, he, he showed up earlier, just as Bruce Wayne, though. And that's right. So he, yeah, and he was there, and then yeah. the Joker busts in. And it's kind of unclear. I mean, like, I think it happens at the art museum where he, like, fakes injury and then she goes to help him the joker yeah what the fuck like um it's unclear as to how threatened she feels by the joker it goes in and out i mean okay this is very ageist but i'm gonna say it he's like a senior citizen like how threatening can he be really (laughs) or maybe maybe jack nicholson yeah or maybe in my mind he's just constantly like in that like movie where he's like always what's that movie with like the tiny dog and he's like oh as good good as as it gets i I think he's younger in this though i mean like i I wouldn't want to deal with it he is but (laughs) in my mind he's like i'm like i'm not really threatened by him i'm just like you need a nap it's you know but yeah i guess you're right but he's crazy he is crazy crazy. that's what makes him scary like joker in general is his craziness um yeah um, so yeah, then we get the scene where, you know, Bruce Wayne has the sort of tray in his shirt and then goes crazy with the, the yeah. poker. Uh, yeah. Which is fine. That's fun to know that that's improvised and he does get kind of, he gets like, crazy. He does or get gets crazy. nuts, I guess. Want to get nuts. <laughs> Let's get nuts. Um, yeah, this whole, this whole, yeah, the whole scene to me seemed kind of like an improv scene. It was such a strange setting for their first like conflict, like in this person's apartment, and it didn't much. It didn't have much of a resolution. I don't know what Jack Nicholson's goals were in this. Well, um, he he is in love with Vicky Vale. He yeah. wants to get her, disfigure her, right. and then God. date her. I guess I don't know. Ooh. He's he's insane. It's he was rough. He was Wait, pretty okay. insane before. Sorry, did we talk about the mask on what's her face? No, we have not. What's up with that? Because like, I mean, what does that do for him or her? <laughs> I mean, I don't even, I mean, good God, like, I don't know, like, he's, 
not, that's jigsaw. Like that's what well, he's uh, disfigured. So he wants everyone else to be sort of disfigured or he wants his dates to be disfigured. I guess I mean, he does have that line later on. That's like beauty and the beast, the classic beauty and the beast. I won't let anybody else call you a beast, which is hilarious, but also an insight into, okay. Like he's like just yes. Anding the disfigurement, I suppose, but it's, I don't know. The tone of that is very different than like, jokey jokey bright colors oh yeah well i think but that's also a little bit of tim burton is he has sort of one foot in the jokey jokey and then one foot definitely in the very dark yeah Um, that's a good point (laughs) i just like one foot in the jokey jokey (laughs) one foot in the dark (laughs) it's like the hokey pokey you put your one foot in you put your one foot out and then Kim Basinger just like opens this box from him. Like, I don't know why she's continuing to like <laughs> just follow his instructions. Although, especially from my couch partner who hates when women faint in uh, oh. movies, she actually did get a laugh out of that particular one. Um, yeah, like the, I remember watching that as a kid and it was, just, it, that is very Beetlejuice. Yeah. Like what happens there. And I was like, what is happening? Um and then at some point you see Michael Keaton just like staring at like the map of like toxic sludge here, this here, as if he's trying to like crack the case. And it's like, no, get the Joker. <laughs> like he's a terrorist. You know it. Just that's it. Like there's no, there's no case to solve here. I don't know. Well, then Batman doesn't be there because he's a case solver. He, I think he get, I mean, he figured out who, he's figured it all out. I don't know why he's still looking World's at World's greatest detective. Yeah. I guess so. Um, and so we get some more, you know, newsies stuff going on with, uh, Knox <laughs> and Vicky Vale. They're, they're looking at some microfilm, which really brought a smile to my face. Oh yeah. I've actually microfiche. used that. Yeah. Microfiche and microfilm. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't realize there was a difference. They're, they're two different things. Yes. And they had two different okay. separate, different machine. I think this one was specifically microfilm. Film. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Um, then let's see. So Alfred brings Vicky Vale to the Batcave. And this is just another note time where Alfred's just horrible at keeping a secret. What are you going to say? Fairly unceremonious when she figures yeah. out he's Batman. And you're like, oh, no. does she just know that? Like, what an interesting. I think that was like maybe a telltale sign that this is 89 and not like 99 or 2019. Because like it would have been like the biggest of crescendos and reveals. But bah, bah, bah. Yeah. yeah. But in truth, it's more realistic because like, yeah, like you've spent some time with them. Not enough, by the way, to have this whole they've seen each other twice. Like it, they really rush into this like very committed relationship where yeah. they've only been on a couple of dates. I don't know why he is, cause he's almost going to confess to her that he is Batman. And I don't know why her, like surely you've dated a woman before. It's, yeah. it's I don't know. I mean, he's been spending a lot of time crime fighting. I mean, they're both a little clingy. Yeah. And crazy. True. True. Um, like, cause I mean, they just met. They slept together once and they're both like, why didn't you tell me what you were doing on Tuesday? I know. (laughs) Right. Like, well, what do you want? Well, what do you want to do today? Like, okay. But to their defense, like (laughs) if neither of them has really been dating for a while and then you find like the one. Sure. No, no. Yeah. You might be like, this is my person. Anyway, if you're lesbians, sure, but <laughs> it's Batman and Vicky Vale. There's no I reason mean, to act like Isn't this. Batman really a lesbian? 
so. with that hair, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, too soon. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Um, so now I just have a note that says, like, this car is so slow. But is this the point where he drives, he drives the car in to drop a bomb off where we know that he could have used the remote? Do you know what I mean? He used the remote. He wasn't in the car. Right. Oh, I thought he was when he drops that bomb off. Yeah, at the factory. Oh, he's not in the car. No, there's a, oh, actually great. a shot of him outside of the car and it like drives, drives up to him. <laughs> hey, did you blink for a long time? I guess. <laughs> okay, but yeah, either way, like, but Batman's not supposed to be a bad guy, so he killed a lot of people in that smush, that smooch factory. Which, like, I think it's a thing where like Batman doesn't kill people or Batman doesn't use guns. I think that's the thing. Whereas he has, he has machine guns on his car and he he uses bombs to kill a lot of people. So I don't know, whatever the rule is, he's broken it. And then, and then do we get to the parade? Is that's this, right. uh-huh. I mean, the Joker's commitment to theater is uh, it's amazing. Incredible. It's incredible. Um, are they I, the only one is I thought maybe that like it was just their parade that they had like taken over the parade or how did he get to be like the commissioner of the parade well they, it's kind of a coup on Gotham City I mean he's essentially it seems like taken over like the government and the police force no no uh-uh. oh. you're thinking well, of Bane <laughs> um, I'm thinking of Pablo Escobar which yeah no 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 it's basically of. because of his terrorist threats they cancel the parade mm. and then they're when they're making that announcement he comes on and takes over the announcement and says nope i'm doing a parade and i'm going to give away 20 million dollars everyone come out um right. but where yeah. are the police like why isn't he stopped um there they get there eventually like three hours later when people are at the top of the tallest church in the world i i oh also think God. it's like all the people that are the people's greed sort of overruns the police. So it's like, yeah. they can't contain all the people. Very and so shaming. it's, yeah. But speaking of that, people are very dumb about that money because it's like, some people are like, I'm going to catch a dollar. And they're like looking up into the sky, like it's snow, but there's like millions of dollars on the ground. And they're just like, I'll catch a dollar in the air, you know, like, be smart, people. It's also probably fake money. Well, doesn't know? it have his face on it? I think that might have been a deleted scene. I was reading I was, about... I was waiting for that scene, and I yeah. never saw it, so it must he, be a deleted scene. Yeah, but he says he wants his face on He money. says it like twice, so yeah, yeah it, it has to be fake money. It is a deleted scene. Um, yeah, I would note that's like the Joker is like if Banksy and Charles Manson had a kid. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is what would happen. Um, and then Knox has an N95, which we were like, whoa. Yeah. Where, but I guess you're, I guess they were in toolboxes. It's just yeah. like weird, like at a pre COVID world to have. Is like, that going to really N95. help him though? I don't know. It I don't remember how long. It seems it pretty sure toxic. seemed to work until yeah. Vicky Vale ran him over. Um, what happened there? Like, well, I think he was like, take me with you. But then she, oh my yeah. God. He thought he could jump on her car. And then Batman comes in with like the largest pair of scissors that ever existed. And on he... his, yeah. <laughs> I love snips. I love Jack Nicholson's like, those are my balloons. <laughs> those are those are my balloons. I love it. So good. 
and the balloons go up into the sky to just ruin the environment yeah. and kill people somewhere yeah, else. What's that plan? I guess like if they go high enough, I mean, it, uh, yeah, who knows how Batman knows how high they have to go to not be detrimental to people. But I think yikes, the gas will sort of dissipate up there. But I want to make a note to all of our listeners: don't release balloons oh into God. the air. I can't believe we for, still have to talk about for whatever this. reason. For whatever reason, it oh kills so much wildlife. It's just, uh, it's it's littering. At Somebody the very, yeah. here, let me just say really quick: in San Diego, my friend posted a video on Instagram of this these people releasing the largest blue baby reveal rosary into the sky. And I'm like, I know that this is perhaps like, maybe, I I don't know, but I'm like, yeah. I, I, I've had had conversations. Like I, I am amazed at like, like groups or people that don't know this. Yeah. Like Like, people ask me all the time if they can do that in the park. I'm like, you can't do it anywhere. I don't understand. Toxic and dangerous and animals choke on them. Yeah, it's littering that strangles animals. So, yeah. Um, And then, of course, Joker gets really upset about this. And he's like, I didn't know that could happen. And he asks Bob for his gun. And then he shoots Bob. But he has the longest gun. That's later. That's yes. Yeah. Oh, I wrote Joker has the longest gun ever, kills Bob. <laughs> that was he, my notes. I he, yeah, he kills him with a short version, but yeah, then of course he pulls out the long gun. Batman sort of after like being moonlit in the bat symbol comes down yeah. and has a huge aiming system, fires, of course, misses. I had a note that he has like uh stormtrooper aim. Why does that long gun stormtroopers I- are the dumbest? thing in the planet i've never watched these star wars movies (laughs) but i did watch the baby yoda show and i'm just like what our star troopers are dumb anyway stormtroopers they are i don't really get why the joker's gun like if you have a barrel that that's that's that long i think it would slow down the bullet but i (laughs) batman needs to figure out a better system for his plane like if it's if it crashes with a small bullet I, I don't know. It was so surprising to me that he was able to do that. Um, I also have to say that, like, I know we're supposed to feel bad for these people that are getting, like, gassed and stuff, but it's yeah. like, I don't have a ton. Well, I don't have a ton <laughs> of sympathy for these people that, like, went to a Joker parade. Like, sure. you know this guy is a colossal asshole who's a terrorist taking over the city. If you're well, trying to get free money from, I don't know. It's Basically, kind of he said fake news. I didn't do that. They're sort of framing me. I'm going to give you money. No, I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm explaining. I, get it. I yeah, know. But I get I, it. Th- that whole thing is like a black mirror, just like a total like shaming of humanity of like, look how greedy and shitty people are. And I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't enjoy that much. But yeah. Are we in the church yet? Yeah. We're, we, okay. we then get to the church. Uh, Joker takes uh, Vicky Vale up like the longest staircase. Yeah, we're like, if I go up, if I go up a few staircases, I might need a rest. I'm just like, there's no way these people are just running up this, especially the Joker. As I mentioned, he's in a age or he's a little bit further in life, like to run up the stairs, and then like that the Batman takes like longer to he takes so long to get up the stairs. He's injured guys- though. Were you guys having flashbacks to like Prince of Thieves and Beetlejuice, where somehow like a villain has to marry somebody by midnight. Oh, I'm like, yeah. what is this? Yeah. Why is he doing this? 
It's so interesting. And yeah. then there's like all these people up at the top <laughs> of the church. How did he communicate well, to the street artists of Gotham to be there flipping? Just like Vicky Vale hides uh, cameras all over buildings, True. the Joker hides henchmen on all the roofs just in case. Because uh, yeah, there's there's no reason they should be up there. Especially that guy are. with spiky shoes doing backflips. <laughs> yeah, is he the same guy that was like? The ninja from before, I guess it's a not sure. I assume it's a different one. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, the Joker like creepily makes Vicky Vale dance with her after he pretends he's going to shoot himself. Doesn't make any sense. They dance for a long time. Yeah. So long. Um, And then Batman's like fighting all these other people and he knocks the guy down the bell shaft. Um, And then he beats the Joker finally. Mm -hmm. And the Joker falls over the wall of the church that's three million feet tall. Yeah. I mean after and this saves himself. Oh my gosh, the physics of that. How? <laughs> no, it doesn't make any sense. You did a little flippity flip. But this is after like Vicky Vale uses her one power that they assign to a female, which is like sexual like seduction, where she starts kissing his oh, felt suit. Jacket? Yeah. Gross. What are you doing? That- that is my bummer. But it is just like, why does she think she's been dancing with him for an hour? Actually, she's been dancing for 10 minutes. He sees reading. Batman's shower and she's like, shadow. And she's like, I'm going to buy some time by putting your felt suit. It's not in helpful. Mouth. It's not helpful. So it never gross. was. You've been dancing with him forever. So I don't understand. Like, so um, apparently, I guess when she goes in there, somebody says like they call for backup in 10 minutes and it is exactly 10 minutes. Like it's real oh, really? time. Yeah. Nice. yeah. 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 It was just kind of fun. Oh, so it's a 10 minute scene. Yeah. Um, and then, right. I just kind of, I mean, then yeah, the Joker defies physics and pops back up from over the sleeping beauty castle. And then <laughs> the Joker has such an anticlimactic death. Yeah. But where- he, but first he's able to pull two grown adults over the edge um yeah Yeah. he does have he does have an anticlimactic death i agree with you it's very it just happens i mean i do kind of appreciate that like batman like traps his leg to that gargoyle thing and then he's kind of like trapped to the gargoyle ripped off by the helicopter what's going to happen and then yeah then he just and then it. instead of his body exploding, he breaks the concrete. Yeah. Like, whoa. Uh, yeah. Falling, what, a mile from the sky? <laughs> like Tim Burton church. takes some creative license sometimes. Yeah. You know. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has a creepy laughing machine in his pocket. Oh, uh, that was funny. <laughs> I enjoyed that. So the good news is that Batman has like a hook thing in his pocket. Thank goodness. He and Vicky Vale are falling. Again, she's chill as oh wartime photographer that's what they're like <laughs> that's a good but i mean that's a good note i didn't really calculate and that. like what like what if that hook thing didn't catch on something i i often I mean, wonder I guess you have to try yeah i mean he's with two people but like he can kind of he's essentially in a squirrel suit like he can kind of like he can fly can he Kind of. Yeah, he can glide. And he, can glide. he also has a crazy utility belt. He probably has like 18 more yeah, totally. grappling hooks uh, in there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah. And then uh, that's the end of the movie. Well, first we learned that the bat, the bat signal. Is oh, right. yeah. We get the. Which this just and It's really hard to project onto the sky. <laughs> you need with real, that amount. 
Real flat clouds is what you need. Yeah, flat cloud. Exactly. Also, Um, when they turned it on there, didn't they like false alarm it? Yeah, they did because then he couldn't come home for dinner because he's like, I gotta go. (laughs) Like, dude, don't use (laughs) it right now. He just told you just in case of emergencies. Yeah. Uh, The end. Batman. Batman. Um, So yeah, any uh, other question corners? I um I I think I asked uh, the Cameron T questions along the way, and then Annie ICU had a very general question, which is like, who's the best Batman? Like, who is this the best Batman, or are there other better classic Batmans? That was her question. Um, is it Bat? Is it Batmans or Batman? Batman. Batman. Is it Batman or Batmans? <laughs> And I mean, I guess in that you consider like Adam West, George Clooney, Christian Bale. I don't, I don't have any feelings about that whatsoever, but it is interesting that in terms of Oscar wins and nominations, Mm. they only have gone to the Jokers. And the question is like, this movie is called Batman, but is it, is it about Batman or is it really about the Joker? It's a really good point. Are they the same, you know? Mm. I don't know. I, yeah, like I said, I don't have enough strong feelings about that to talk about it. I forgot that. I mean, I did make my level the real Batman. So I guess I have, to me, Michael Keaton like defines Batman, but that's probably when I, because of when I saw the movie. Yeah. I like the old TV show with the like, oof, bam. The eyebrows painted on the mask. Yeah, I love that. So good. Yeah. I'll say Val Kilmer. No. Um, oh my God, that's right. I, I mean, I, I just really enjoyed the Christian Bale movies, so I'm, I'll mm. say that. I mean, okay. when and another weird thing is that I've seen this one so many times, but I've only seen Batman Returns like once. Oh, interesting. Mm. Which I, I definitely I maybe... have to go back and watch that one. Yeah, we should maybe do that. That I've maybe seen that one more. You mean like for the podcast or? Because <laughs> <laughs> Bridget is for it. Um, I enjoyed watching this. Oh, it, not to, but anyway, should we Hummers, Bummers, yeah. and Dummers? Hummer, Bummer, Dummer. Uh, let's start off with the Dummers. All right, Dummers, Dummers, Dummers. Who has one? I, I've got one. It We mentioned it briefly. Um, it's basically in the museum scene where Vicki Vale gets a glass, this uh, jug of water, chunks it in the Joker's face. He has his like, covering face makeup like going off and he pretends that he's it's melting and he vicky vale like goes to then console him like oh my god are you okay and it's just why would you be doing you should be running for the door um and it's just such a yeah such a dumb move by her you know i think it's just dumb that like all these men mm. just mm. freaking fight all the time. Mm. And they have, they're just like, what are they fighting about? I don't really understand. And then there's one woman and she's objective. Well, no, there's two. And the other one has to wear like a mask and be a torture victim. Yeah. So dumb. It's dumb. I mean, yeah. Misogyny was a little bit of my dumber too. Like in that. Um, Jack Nicholson at some point like he's so he's so outraged that he was double cross over a woman a woman like <laughs> ugh, bummer dumber for me but specifically I don't know if we talked about this um, and please 
correct me if I'm wrong, uh, it is something about the Batmobile that I think is dumb is that when, when is it where like him and uh, Batman and Vicky Vale are like in the crowd and then they can't go any further. Maybe it's when they crash into that cabbage. So then they jump out and have to ensue on this other very complicated getaway scheme. Right. This is when he asks her if he's a hundred. Right. She's and, and then remote control wise, he just backs up the Batmobile and I just think they should have stayed in it and backed up. Like I don't <laughs> understand why they had to dismount and go through a total complicated plan. Like if you can put a shield on it or even not, just back the fuck up. It goes into you know sleep I mean? mode whenever it touches cabbage it, for like yeah, 10 minutes. That's what it seems like. It's like take a chill. Yeah, totally. So that's my dumber. Bummers. Okay, I mean, I really don't want to talk about it that much, but like my bummer is the Joker's torture victim <laughs> girlfriend. Like That's a good I one. can't believe like I was talking about this with Annie I see you today. Like there's a real darkness to this movie <laughs> that is rough because then he says, like, I mean, he is continuously torturing her, and then she jumps out a window. Um, and then like, especially because it's kind of combined with, like, the Joker, like, the Joker, the character, like, subsequently has a really complicated history, I feel like, in U.S. American society. And then, for some reason, all these men have to play the Joker as if it's, like, the great Shakespearean role. And so, whatever, that side of this movie is really hard to dive into. Like, it, it bummed me out thinking about what that woman was doing when she wasn't on screen. Especially like the museum scene where she like comes up to him and is like, Joker, I thought we were going to go do this. And she's already wearing the mask, already been burned. Uh, it's, yeah, it's not cool. I mean, that is, like, I know like, like, you know, filling like Macy Day Parade balloons with gas is like, it's terrible. But for some reason, man, she specifically is, is really yeah, terrible. I yeah. get that. I think my bummer, I kind of said a few along the way, but um, I'm going to pick the surgeon as my bummer because mm. where, what is this room he has to operate in? It's not sterile. It's not clean. Um, he did the best he could, frankly, yeah. let's be honest, given with what he was working with. <laughs> I, I, dentist tools. Yeah. I oh don't gosh. know if he attached the, did he make the, the red on the lips or is that that's from I think that's goo. from the chemical. I think that's the chemical. From the goo. Yeah. Then the again, I it's a bummer that like that the Joker was kind of mad at him because like he really did the best he could. And like very minimal scarring. Yeah. I mean, he didn't oh, yeah. kill him, so I guess it's I don't know. I don't know how mad he was. Yeah. Okay. It's still that guy bummed me out. No, I, I hear you. Um, yeah, I don't have a good one. So I'm just going to go that, you know, Bob gets shot. So he's been his like right-hand man for forever is just always there, saves him in a few times. And then because Batman steals his balloons, he takes Bob's and he's like a puppy that like allows you to kill. He's like old yeller, you know, <laughs> um, just doesn't know that the end is coming. Uh, and then yeah, just gets, gets shot. Oof. Yeah. And he's a bad guy, I know, but yeah. So no, RIP Bob. RIP Bob. Uh, Hummers. Hum, -dum -bum -bum. I've, I've got mine sure. already, which is Vicky Vale's hair. Ooh. Um, 
as someone who likes to talk about hair in the movies that we watch, I am a fan of her hair. It is very au natural. And as, as a Katie, you can relate uh, right now. My hair is not very curly, but as a curly haired mm. yeah. person, mm-hmm. I appreciate that they, they just let her have au natural hair. It doesn't look, she's obviously a very pretty woman, but they just like let her hair be kind of like froofy and fluffy. And like in that one scene, she's like also wearing a turtleneck outfit. Anyway, I just, I kind of appreciated that she wasn't completely dulled out or like with that, like sort of like slick hair. It was very like, yeah, I'm a reporter and I also have shit going on for Mm -hmm. the lack of female characters in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I think my Hummer is Jack Nicholson slash the Joker's makeup. Like I learned in researching uh, deep, deep research into this movie mm-hmm. that um, they they had to kind of come with this. Well, first of all, he was like, uh, Jack Nicholson was like allergic to something that they would have naturally used. So they had to like pivot and use something that wasn't like silicone or something. And then they spray painted his face white or they painted, they, they painted his face white and then they had to put silicone on it to like seal it. And then they put, like tan makeup on top of that so that in that scene where he like gets yeah water like it's actually it actually is true where the tan is rubbing off and the white is underneath which is so incredible for like one shot that they probably could have just made up to look like that so instead of the water they're actually using like rubbing alcohol to like get the makeup oh, off yeah and i just think it's fascinating and like i said there is something so creepy about the tan on top of the like he looks so much creepier with like the tan makeup than the white you think the tan is on top of the white makeup? it is well i was reading it she doesn't just think it no it is well when he's putting it off of his forehead isn't he just wiping white on well with that specific scene he might be wiping white but when he like goes down and he comes up yeah, that is. They had to do. His I see. Face totally I see. white, which I just think is so incredible. And as yeah. a kid, it kind of blew my mind, and it blew my mind again. So yeah, okay, dig my, it, dig that's it. That's my Hummer. They yeah. they did a lot of stuff with crazy practical effects. They did. Um, yeah. Um, my Hummer will be. It's generally just that museum scene with just the joie de vivre that those henchmen just deface the paintings. We oh get God. the awesome Prince, like a little taste of the mm. Prince soundtrack in there, which I had as well and listened to a lot, um, mm. which every time, cause they, they splice so many like lines from the movie in the soundtrack. And every time they came up in the movie, uh, it was just, I completely wrote it down. Like, who are you? I'm Batman and <laughs> I got to go to work. Oh don't, don't, don't. And just with Prince Lyric. So it's like half the soundtrack, half that scene of just, you know, them bopping around. Really loved it. Yep. What are we um, wearing, everyone? I'll talk um, about, okay. I can talk about Philip's outfit. Okay. <laughs> um, Philip, I appreciate that you are wearing, you know, a very flouncy purple hat. Yeah like the joker <laughs> it's very cute um tossle to one side and then i like um your tank top that you're wearing mm-hmm. that has that clown balloon um yeah. the parade and it's got like a thumbs up and above it it just <laughs> says it's good because <laughs> <laughs> there's 
I, I'm assuming you made that because of the goo. Yeah, the, it's it's oh well, I had my goo guy make it, you know. <laughs> Did you make it with a goo gun? The goo gun, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, Bridget, I love that this whole time you've been in full-on mime makeup and have attempted none to mime until this very moment, which is very it on par with the mimes in the movie. Just just people with mime makeup on. Um and then I like the t-shirt that you you got at the fundraiser, the Save the Gotham Festival's Festival Festival. <laughs> Thank I, you. Yeah. We're and I get there. I paid a lot of money for this. <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> I bet it was a pretty penny. Yeah. A pretty penny indeed. Uh Katie, uh, mm-hmm. I like your shirt you're wearing. Um, it shows you've been to some uh farmer's markets uh it's of course a big jack's rhubarb farm and has a picture of a the tan version of the joker uh, Mm because he's you know got the makeup on but also has been out farming and on the back it says uh never one of jack's famous lines of never rub another man's rhubarb and then under that it says keep it sanitary because i mean that's that's the reason (laughs) don't don't touch don't get handsy on the rhubarb so yes You know, there was a part of this movie that we didn't talk about that was like, you know, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? True, and yeah. I, I have two questions of that. One, is that quote from this movie? I people, would people think say it's it from lot. something else. Okay. I mean, I know it from this movie, mm-hmm. but I've got to think it's from yeah. something else. And then the other part is, and I'm sure that our artistic director, and I think Phil, you can weigh in on this, is that in the comic book series, is it the Joker that kills Batman's parents or is it somebody no. else? And Someone then the else. Joker is just another villain, right? This was yeah. a last minute addition uh, by Tim Burton. Yeah, um, it, it confused the crap out of me because like in my mind, I've not really read a lot of Batman comics. So in my mind, that's the origin story of Batman and then the Joker. And then I only learned later, it's like, oh no, that's not the comic at all. That's right. the movie. Yeah. No, this was completely like Tim Burton's. Oh, I, I do want, because... Uh, Matt C had given me a, a bunch of different like facts because he's mm. very knowledgeable about this. But one that's related to my Hummer is that the original soundtrack was supposed to have um, George Michael and uh, Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson on it. Yeah, wow. but they backed out and then it was just Prince. So good. <laughs> um, that song, yeah. that quote is just from this movie. It's oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's that's a classic. That sounds yeah, that sounds like Shakespearean or something. Yeah. It's from Tim Burton or whoever. I don't know. Is it it's time? time? It's time. Um, you want to go, wanna... Philip? since you. Sure, I can go. Uh, for me, yeah, it's it's for to hear that lapping in the background. That's my do. dog. Just <laughs> just drinking, <laughs> drinking her water. Oh, um, you got to drink your water. You got to drink your water. Stay hydrated, people. Uh, no, it's uh, I think from. It's just a, such a classic Tim Burton movie. I think Michael Keaton, uh, Jack Nicholson, obviously do a great job. Just the set design, everything about it. Yeah, it has it like a couple of like minor, I think, problematic stuff. I mean, other than like not having many women in and stuff like that. But I think all these other things. It's a nice time capsule of 1989. So yeah, for me, it it, it is still for real. I think it it could have been about 30 minutes shorter. Mm. Um, but yeah. I, I still found it entertaining. I mean, I 
love everything film noir and it has a big vibe of that so for me it definitely did it for me i would i would just have a few more female characters and make it 30 minutes shorter (laughs) i i don't know i'm gonna i just i feel like i'm gonna get a lot of criticism either way on this go with your heart bridget oh man open your heart i i feel like i have to say this movie is for real because just of what it is and who's in it and no i just said i feel like i have to say um and i will (laughs) 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 but like you know i it's yeah i peer pressured myself but because i think it is iconic i'm really gonna give credit to prince mostly in that bat dance music video if i haven't mentioned yet that i enjoy it i will just mention it one more time Mm. um but yeah like it it does it should have been much shorter but it's like so tim burtony to just like be so long and like no editing and the beginning of it i did i was confused but you know it's a time capsule it's it's good fun special effects like Mm -hmm. 89 version so i'll say it's for real I, I really echo Bridget, your sentiment. And I'm surprised because I thought that this movie was going to be a really real slam dunk. And in fact, I think if we're talking about like the quadrants that we've talked about, it might fall into, I no spoiler alert for real, but a movie that maybe I don't like, which was so surprising to me. And I yeah. think part of it was like, not only the lack of women, but the violence against women um, that was a little rough to watch um and then none of the characters have any arc this movie is very much in a straight line it just starts and it finishes and it is very much like the sum of the parts are amazing the whole i don't really know but i can't deny that like the artistry in it the set design the makeup the performances like jack nicholson's joker i think is the best joker i think matt c said the same um i think michael keaton is the best batman i could have totally used sean young instead of kim basinger which i think was the original plan for um vicky vale um but in general and i would love to see um uh harvey dent uh go on um as the actor in this movie and not tell movie jones but i i wish i would have enjoyed it a little more um but like you guys said it's such a classic and there's so many things that are like funny and creepy and tim burtony um and like i said i think this batman is the real batman that i think it is for real i would just warn people i'm watching it like to to i would say I came in with such expectations that I think it like it it didn't live up to that. But it, if I were to rewatch it right now, I would probably enjoy it more. So, in sum, I think it's for real. <laughs> Bridget, do you have a song for us? I do. I don't know if you'll know what it is. Okay. Um, yeah. You might be surprised. Um, here we go. <laughs> Yes, yeah. Yeah. I would just like shout out at the top of my lungs, this town needs an enema. I had no idea what that 
<laughs> meant i didn't know what an enema was what about, what about when he's shouting get the funk up or yeah the funk the up. Funk i probably yelled that as well and you're like is that i always thought he said that word you know what i want to shout out about this movie is that it was probably one of the first or not the first but like it was kind of this like rebirth of like the superhero movies but it doesn't require a lot of background knowledge like this movie stands on its own like you just watch it and you like get it and I really appreciate that considering like the Marvel, like how much like background, like, like graduate level courses you have to watch to, or, or experience. To, like, Katie, watch if you Marvel ever movie. want me to lend you my expert. Yeah. I mean, that's the <laughs> thing. I don't have an expert, unfortunately. You um, can learn a lot very quickly. But that's the thing is like movies, these Marvel movies, superhero movies today are so like just entrenched and interconnected that I, I really appreciate how standalone like piece of art this movie is. Yeah. Word. Word. Well, thanks for picking it, Philip, and for yeah. Matt, to Matt C. I thought that was just a lovely intro. Yeah, it yes, was great. Thank totally. you, thank you, Matt. Yeah, great pick, great intro. Mm-hmm. All right. Till next time. See ya. Toodaloo.